0: This is something I doubt That I care too much about I realize that's fair Nevertheless, we're going on air I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, 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 as the voices began to blow It gets loud, loud, loud In the studio In the studio
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by the Average Joe Boo of Average Joe's Media. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys. Lance here. Adam here. We're the home buying guys,
0: and we are so excited to be sponsoring this season of the Average Joe's Podcast things you
1: think you don't care about. Tell people who the home buying guys are. Yeah,
2: so we do everything real estate in Dallas-Fort Worth. We can uh, make cash offers on homes. We sell houses on MLS for homeowners. We do remodeling, uh, we do design work. We do
1: everything that you can think of real estate related. Buying, selling, helping, fixing, flipping, buying, holding, cash, wholesale offers. We got you covered. If you have any questions, please keep following along with the Average Joes and the home buying guys. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, well, this is bound to be the best show of the season so far. Number one, we have probably one of the most controversial topics to be discussed about on any podcast ever. And uh, and number two, two great guests uh, returning. How, how many times have you been here, Patrick? Three times. I think this is number three. Uh, make sure you're on there. Make sure you're you're clicked on. Just you got to do the click. There's a little button to click it. I feel there like go. there it is. Hey, Hi. how long you been here? Three times. This is your third time. Yeah. All right, welcome back for your third time. Thank you, Chris. We've stopped counting because it doesn't matter anymore. All right, <laughs> uh, but welcome back, guys. And uh, we just we're going to kick this thing off very controversially, and I hope y'all understand why. I came across this on Instagram, just uh, you know, a sleepless night or whatever, and saw the term "virtuous pedophile." Okay there was this interview of this guy who claims to be a virtuous pedophile. Now, what he said this was, was he said that this was, he is attracted to young children, but chooses not to act on it. What does that say to y'all? Like, what do y'all need in order to, like, even take this dude serious? Or does it scare you from a standpoint? Y'all have little kids. I got little kids. Mm -hmm. Is a virtuous pedophile out there something that worries you? Yeah. Okay. So when I say virtuous, I mean, you know, uh, somebody knows they have some kind of affliction, but they choose not to act on it. Right. Mm -hmm. That would be the same thing as if, if you felt like somebody was homosexual or if you were homosexual, whatever, and you chose not to partake in the, the act of being with the same sex, right? So yeah. you had the uh, you had some desire towards somebody of your same sex, and you just chose not to do it. So that would be a, a virtuous homosexual, right? I mean, if you're if we're looking biblically at some kind of right. some kind of list of things that you shouldn't be crossing over into, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this guy came up and said, uh, first of all, he found out he was a he liked young children when he was thirteen. This is when he said he liked little kids, which I'm sitting back thinking you're a little kid right. yeah, at this point. Exactly. Like you should like if your balls drop, yeah. they just did. I mean, it's not like <laughs> yeah. you. It's not like they've been dangling for a while. Okay, <laughs> but he's there with a seven, eight, nine year old neighbor friend or whatever, and she's there, and he said he has this, this. She's just beautiful, just so super attracted to her, or whatever. And for me, I'm sitting back, there's a like four to five age year age difference there, right? That's not terribly crazy. Now, for the ages, of course, they're both young, mm-hmm. very, very young. So right. neither one of them need to be jumping down any rabbit holes of any kind, relationship wise. Yep, but at the same time, age difference was, was minute. If you're looking at, I mean, they were, they were both in very similar categories right now it's a difference between like a seventh grader and a, and a fourth grader right right you're, you're not letting those two people hang out on a romantic level because one's just one's got significantly higher influence uh, at with peer pressure involved mm-hmm. fourth grade you know third fourth graders don't have much peer right. pressure in that vein anyways right. but he said at 13 years old he had a neighbor friend over and found her super attractive what I found to be crazy about this is that he, he came out of, you know, the shadows per se and identified himself as a as a virtuous pedophile and is like the face of this thing. And he's like in groups and stuff. What I'm trying to figure is, out is what's y'all's take on this.
2: Is he like the, the virtuous pedophile motivational speaker? You know, it's maybe like he's gonna start having conferences and stuff. So well, I can think he, all get together. I think
1: he's having like forums on Facebook and it stuff. Is, you, know? Oh, wow. you know, like uh, and he he said he said he got a lot of public backlash, which I think, oh, yeah. duh, right? <laughs> but he said he also got a lot of private support. Like, uh, you know, somebody dealing with weight issues or whatever, uh, they might get a lot of people saying, "Hey, stick in stick with it or whatever. Keep the workout, keep your diet up or whatever. We we, we can you can get through this, right?" Uh, this was some affliction that he's getting, uh, some kind of support from people like, you know, you can get through, you can get past this, or you can, you can deal with it in a virtuous way or whatever, and, uh, you know, not have to have any kind of crazy happen to you, okay? Uh, number one, who are the people supporting this dude? That's, that's my Number one question: Other pedophiles. Number two. Well, yeah. <laughs> it almost has to be. But, yeah. But number two, what came over this guy? Now, did it come over this guy because everything is starting to become uh, there's a there's a cause for everything, or there's a there's a thing that you can now do to identify yourself as such and such, and it's it's okay, it's it's praised or applauded that you have chosen or understood your life path or whatever we talked about uh, the pansexual the transsexual the uh uh the non-binary the all those words right where these people are falling into these categories or whatever don't feel like they identify with with one thing or another uh and people are applauding that right uh you, you know you found your path great job stick with it you
3: know uh, persevere I mean, is that the reason he did this? Well, like you know, there's there's kind of been a movement over the last year to two years, yeah, uh, involving minors and, and sexuality, right? Yeah. So they they've been telling it. So when it started a couple of years ago, uh, the the warning was or the prediction was eventually this is going to lead to justifying and glorifying pedophilia. Yeah. Right? And so it started with uh, you've got your your. Transsexuals and and you've got your gender changes and yeah. things for kids that are five right. or six or is it asinine? Know, it's like if your kid says he's a ninja turtle, are you going to give him some pizza and put him down in the sewer and see what happens? Like, I mean, yes. that you know
1: that actually sounds ninja turtle's are pretty uh, awesome. yeah right. You know what I'm give saying? So they uh, yeah. yeah.
3: they're not old enough to to make that decision. They sure they haven't developed you know the the reasoning and so. um you know, you, you started with that, uh-huh. and then now there are shows. So, you know, you have drag shows, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well now we fast-forwarded to within the last year. Um, they've started having these shows where kids, 9-, 10-, 11-year-old boys, yeah. dress up as girls, they identify as girls, and they dance uh, sexually. They're clothed, but they, they perform sexually suggestive dances for groups of men and get paid and huh. get tipped no and yeah get out absolutely here. yeah this is crazy and so again the warning is we're just getting closer and closer and closer and now you have this guy that i personally haven't heard of uh, okay so here's obviously he's i know y'all don't probably want to
1: compromise movement. y'all's google search history okay in some <laughs> capacity uh this again it, it was i was on the uh, it was either the reels rabbit hole on instagram or it was the uh uh, the IGTV rabbit hole, okay, where you can post longer videos. Oh yeah. Okay, and so it was either that or it was Facebook, where it does the same thing. It just rolls to the next video. Uh, this was like a ten to fifteen minute interview with this guy that just came across my thing. I think I was watching Family Feud, Family Feud, Family Feud, uh, Donald Trump, uh, uh, Kaylee McEnany, virtuous pedophile. Like, how did this even happen? And so I'm trying to figure out. There, you can you can search Verped, which. Don't say that very fast, otherwise people won't understand exactly what you're saying, <laughs> and they'll definitely mistake it. But V I R P E D. If you if 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 you in some capacity need to figure out what this actually is, and uh, and he's like, he he came out as the face of this thing. Are you, did you look it up? I did. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. Right. It's it's a. There's actually two founders of a group. Right. It's a legit thing that these people want to be. Uh, I don't know if it's they want to be praised or if they want to be identified or what as having some some desire for young children, but I guess the praise comes in not acting on it this or something.
2: Is, this is awesome. It, right? It's It says that they don't go by their real names because they're afraid to... F- they fear ostracism uh-huh. and hatred against their stigmatized physio physiological right. disorder.
1: Right. is It's a physiological disorder. So this guy said that he is attracted from people anywhere to like three years old, I believe. Mm. But he said up into the early 20s. And I'm sitting back thinking, okay, early 20s is cognitively still a child nowadays because kids aren't developing at a rate uh, in terms of independence that they used to. Right, they're still they're still largely dependent at an, at the early twenties. So mentally speaking, they're still adolescent, behaving. Would you agree with that, Patrick? And you're you're dealing. You probably dealt with several twenty year old people doing stupid stuff. Oh yes, yeah. They're they're just cognitively underdeveloped, oh, largely, yeah, absolutely. So it it, re- it really required, in order for your eighteen to twenty four year old child to actually. Be acting like an adult. It takes a lot of parental influence to get them there.
2: Yeah, I I, I literally just had this conversation. Like, no joke, literally yesterday I had this conversation. Yeah, with Caden. Yeah, and I said, man, you're 19. Uh-huh. You're going to be a completely different person at 35. Yeah. And at 50, you're going to be a completely different person than you are. Absolutely. At 35.
1: Absolutely. And if you want to be treated as an adult, if you want to be taken seriously as an adult from 18 to 24, roughly, uh, you really have to get in gear mentally. You mm-hmm. really have to grow up mentally, not just physically. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah, you got more muscle definition whenever you're older for the guys, you got more curves whenever you, for the girls or whatever, you're taller, whatever you put on some weight, you get more facial hair, or whatever the things are, you get crow's feet by your eyes or whatever, I, whatever it is, you start to get these markers. don't you look at me when you said that? Cause you got them. Uh, <laughs> but you're starting to get these physical markers that identify you are older than mm-hmm. you know younger kids or whatever but you're not getting the mental identifiers you're not I mean you're still you're still using the word like for everything you oh, say in yeah. 20 times in a <laughs> sentence because you don't know how to process a sentence or you don't know how to process a thought and so we all do it at times it's a good uh, it's a good filler word like the word um you know or uh. It's a good think-before-you-finish-your-thought word, but it's not good if that's what you say. If you say that word 20 times in one complete thought, it deflates the entire thought, Mm -hmm. right? But that's what the 18- to 24-year-old kids are doing these days. That's Mm -hmm. how they speak. And, of course, they're doing it younger than that as well. But anyway, so cognitively... Uh, I understand what he's saying from, in terms of, you know, from early age to low 20s. Yeah, cognitively, they're still adolescent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, you're not, if you uh, have a relationship with someone who's 18, 19, you're not considered a pedophile because they can be legally, they're legally responsible for themselves or yes. whatever, right? So, uh, So I didn't really get that when he said up in the early 20s, he even also said that he dated somebody, uh, or he tried to date, uh, what, three or four times. He went on one one person, with one person, three dates or so. Uh, they tried to do the whole, you know, intimate thing, and he said it just didn't work for him for whatever reason. The girl was 26, he was 22 at the time. Uh, and so, uh, he still considers himself a virgin, which I'm sitting back like, okay, well, that... That oh, doesn't man. fully make sense, but whatever. Yes. I mean, you guys He yeah uh, ident- identifies. He identifies as a, oh, oh, as a virgin still, oh, yeah. uh, and then he said he went on another date or two uh, with an, with one or two other people just to mm-hmm. you know see if what he was going through mentally was was like oh, just a block, you know, or or some kind of a a weird this this isn't real. I just got to get past it, you know. It's it's just right. it's a phase. Yeah. Well, apparently it's not a phase. This guy's like thirty something now or forty something. He looks. I, I kid you not. He looks like Will uh, uh, Woody Harrelson in Kingpin. No. Okay. Now I have to look post. Uh, uh, post hand.
2: Mm. Really?
1: Yes. He number one. He doesn't have his his arm stop growing or didn't grow properly. His right arm, so he does have a prosthetic. Like for real? For real. And it's it's a it's forearm down to the hand. The hand is like a claw of some kind. Oh my God. Uh, it's serious. It kind of does look like something off of a scary movie uh, adaptation. You know, um, he puts it on like a like a shoulder gun holster. It really? comes up and then comes over the other arm and it looks like he's got a gun. Uh, I
2: don't know if I want to click images.
1: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I it's he's he's balding. <laughs> with long hair use Josh's phone below you know below that spot you know the uh, the crown is, is bald anyways it looked so stereotypically accurate or what Hollywood would identify someone like this as I mean some creative genius would have drawn this guy not knowing he existed and it would have been spot on in my opinion. Uh, now, obviously, the prosthetic arm or whatever—that's you know—that you, you can't always predict that type of stuff. But he legitimately did, and and uh, but anyways, he uh, he has the the one of the weirdest things I saw in this video was he had a uh, he had a uh, scrapbook of like Polaroids or something. See, that's creepy. Yeah, and. There were kids on Polaroids. And I don't know who the kids were. I don't know if they were family or friends from long ago. I mean, it was Polaroids, right? So how long ago were these things taken? But he's flipping through them. And the video, the interview's still kind of going, you know, and he's narrating over it with the answers to his questions. Anyways, I just want to get you guys' take on that because, number one, uh, you know, there's a big uh, push or whatever for human trafficking, uh, pedophilia, uh, abuse of children uh that's that's kind of being trying to be identified or whatever you know you talk about QAnon and all that other stuff mm-hmm. uh these people are, are trying to identify this ring of pedophilia that exists or that they are, they're saying exists right. uh, uh epstein island all that stuff you know all the all the little markers or whatever they're starting to kind of come out and then now we have virtuous pedophilia I'm sitting back like that has got to be the biggest oxymoron of oxymorons. Yeah. Like, how can how can you being into little kids be have any virtue to it, right? I don't think that it can. But
2: well, and they wouldn't make it against the law either,
1: right? If there was any virtue to that, yeah. uh, it would not be illegal, or right. it largely wouldn't be. Like, it could be yes. extreme circumstances that, but that would cross into a different law, mm-hmm. right? It would cross into the abuse or the the uh, potentially, uh, what else, lawman? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it would cross into like a rape type of thing. It would cross into the extremes. Yeah. If any part of pedophilia was was legal was virtuous, then the pedophilia that that, that becomes wrong is the one that crosses over into other extremes, like a rape or a murder or something kidnapping, like Kidna- yeah, absolutely. human trafficking, absolutely. Selling, uh, well, the, selling people or whatever.
3: The argument, and I'm not agreeing with it, but I, I'm just being clear. The argument isn't that him being a pedophile is virtuous. The argument is him resisting the urge to act on it is the virtuous. Absolutely. Part
1: of it. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not called pedophilia uh, a pedophile who's trying to be virtuous.
3: So, why? Well, does- no, he's saying he is virtuous because right. he's denying himself. Right. But he's
1: calling himself a virtuous pedophile. <laughs> right.
2: Why not just call yourself a good person then? Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Like
3: I'm a virtuous I'm a virtuous good person. I abstain. I don't I'm just
1: that. abstaining. I'm I'm a good I'm a good dude. I abstain from all forms of evil
3: because he wants the attention and he wants the the whatever he gets right. for doing what he's doing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you talk about he's got you know videos on Instagram where I mean. I don't know. I'm not big on that, but I'm sure there's ad revenue that you get when your videos are so popular and you oh. get, you know, so mm-hmm. you, you develop a following and oh. then all of a sudden you create a, a nonprofit organization that yeah. supports or, uh, virtuous or a network pedophiles child pornography. And then they, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, yeah. whatever it is, I'm sure right. there's, there's some type of gain or he may just want the, the praise or the, you know, people to tell him yeah. people to reinforce his own idea that he's virtuous for, doing what he's doing. Right. So But
1: so but here's my question, mentally speaking, how much easier is it to stay stay virtuous when you're not in the public eye? How easy is it? Yeah. To me it to me it sounds it well it, it's not. Well to me it seems significantly more easy to not go down a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. Especially, like if it's if it's a to pri- not shine, it's a, to private not shine thing. a spotlight on it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. once you shine a spotlight on it, now it now there's stress involved with people knowing and and word getting out and threats potentially coming down, and now you're having to deal with the stress on top of the affliction or whatever. And uh, weak people give in to their temptation or to their affliction when there's added stress, when there's added stuff. That they have to deal with, and when you put yourself in that spotlight, that's all you're doing, in my opinion, is you're just adding, you're compounding to the problem already. If you're hanging back, he's it looks like he lives on a man, it looks like he lives like on, on a lake house where there is no lake house near him. I mean, huge <laughs> so acreage, he's just completely isolated. Himself. He's isolated himself. Which, hello, that's one of the best ways to stay away from yeah. people. Yeah, is to stay away from people. Just to check out. Uh, so. But now he's in this public eye. There's a face to it. Whether he used his real name or not, uh, I mean, I don't think he didn't use his real name because he
3: used his face. Well, there could be a couple different things, right? So uh, sometimes, um, let's say he's not so virtuous of a pedophile, right? Um, Sometimes, Uh if you put on a front, (sighs) then it makes it easier to uh participate in, in whatever you're you're okay. saying that you're not doing, right okay Yeah. Um, so you make a big enough show and a big enough spectacle of it that everybody's looking at that and they don't see what's really going on behind the scenes.
1: Okay, but at the same time, once that gets brought to light, your credibility is shot to garbage sure. instantly. Not not that he has credibility now. I mean, I'm right. not going to say that this guy, we need to be giving him credit for coming out and saying, no. hey, I like little girls or little kids. He didn't specify. I don't know if he specified I'm girls sure or boys. I'm sure it goes both it ways. It probably does. He may have, and I, just, I was so awestruck with how ridiculous this video was, even just reading the title before I even saw any of the content. Like, what is... What are we doing here? But
3: how many famous figures, um, and I, I'm not going to assign a uh, a particular role. But how many famous figures uh, that we would consider virtuous uh-huh. were doing exactly the opposite of what they were, you know, supposedly uh, uh, championing and 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 representing, and they were doing the opposite behind the scenes. And, and it does it comes out, but in the meantime. Uh, you know they they were still again, you've got this big distraction yeah. away from what's actually happening behind the scenes.
1: Right, but at, again, at the same time, once that comes out, it completely
3: but it, that doesn't stop it completely
1: them. eliminates their it, it, it makes them lose sponsors. it makes them lose money, it makes them lose fan base. it makes them you know in, in the case that you're talking about, yeah. there is a following that is completely off put by the by the knowledge now. That the, that the uh, you know, the umbrella or the blanket covered, you know, the big show. It covered up all this stuff that he was doing or she was doing. Now it's brought to light. You just lost whatever you lost. Now, these people are billionaires or whatever, so it doesn't really sure. matter. But at the same time, there is a backlash. There's a fallout when the guys... Is lifted,
3: But some people are are willing to risk that. Some people, maybe they like the thrill. Maybe they like the, you know... And again, I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying that, you know, that there's that possibility. It's like the serial killer. Now, again, the difference is the serial killer is actually killing people. But, you know, it's like the serial killer that leaves a calling card or leaves a, you know, whatever. He he wants to see the headlines. He wants people to know, you know... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that thrill of maybe I'm going to get caught, maybe I'm not. And so you know i i don't know this could be the same thing or so, he I mean, could not be doing
1: it Or the next thing we're going to is the next thing we're going to see virtuous serial killers right <laughs> people, well, that, people that people that
3: want to do this but don't
1: they just choose not yeah. to you know yeah. which i'm sure already exists in some oh, yeah. capacity but people have some self control which to me that's all this is well this yeah, guy exactly. is ex- is exercising yes. self control uh, over something that you know was he born this way or not I'm, we're not going to get into that argument but my Why point not? is is because you know what it's because it's too convoluted of an argument
2: today i went to the grocery store and i bought groceries yeah i'm now going to start the virtuous shopper movement yeah because instead of stealing everything <laughs> you bought I it i paid, paid for it <laughs> you're yes. the, so you're the
3: you're the virtuous shoplifter the virtuous yes. consumer yeah, there you go so the virtuous, virtuous shoplifter, shoplifter. Yeah. virtuous yeah. theft yeah a yeah. thief i'm yeah. going to start yeah. it up
1: yeah. I like. It. I mean, so, but that's. We my already th-
3: have those. They're the ones that rob during protests. They're virtuous thieves. Yeah. So right. That's.
1: Yeah. I guess my Otherwise. big question is where does that? Where does the ridiculous, putting a good word beside a garbage word, uh, where does that end? I mean, does it end at all? Well, it never starts. I mean, well, it's it does. Just, it already has. My point is, it well, already no, has know, started. but but it doesn't. Are we creating oxymorons like said, for the sake of sense. creating oxymorons just yeah. to get recognition? So I really felt which like probably
3: is what it is when you were first telling the story at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Um, it was slightly, it was it came out differently than what I pictured in my mind when you, because, you know, ahead of this, all you did was say it was the virtuous pedophile, right? Yeah. So I didn't really know what Let that was. Let everybody meant.
1: know how we pregame. Keep
3: going. No, I but I, I'm not. I, but I didn't know until you started narrating it. It kind of <laughs> yeah. caught me off guard. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to. It and caught so, me off guard when, I, when it when came across it. my Instagram. But so my initial thought is we all are, Regardless of what it is, uh-huh. we all experience temptations. Yeah. We all experience desires that are not virtuous. We all experience those things. Whether it's there, there may be True. moments that, that you literally contemplate killing somebody, yeah. there may be moments where you contemplate stealing, making something. somebody there disappear. There may be moments where you, I mean, you know, there, there are moments <laughs> that, you know, even as a, as a, you could. Say this. So even as a heterosexual male, Uh married, okay, tell me that you're never tempted to, you know, do something with somebody else. I mean, that's 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 a natural adultery, correct? And that's a natural impulse, right? I thought you were going. I thought you were going to the gay. But no, but but you still. Either way, but you you don't uh, you don't entertain that idea and you don't act on it. Yeah. Does that make you a, a virtuous? Uh, husband or a, a virtuous adulterer, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that it does. Uh, you know what I'm based saying? Based on like, what we're defining here, <laughs> and so, so I, I, like you said, I think the answer is, you know, you're just exercising self control over things that you know you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, in that particular instance, I believe that there is a significant mental or spiritual issue that needs to be dealt with yeah. through therapy or counseling or yeah. or Prayer or whatever it is, yeah. uh, to remove that that desire. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, but 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 I would be told. Is, but I would be told he's born that way and he can't yeah. fix but it. But what you're so, saying is is that know, that desire can be removed. I believe it 100 can. But
1: if you're saying we all have those desires, then we all were born with a specific data set of desires that and we have.
3: I believe that that through that can't be removed. They I can believe only through be DNA tamed. that we are predisposed to certain things okay uh but that does not mean that does not mean that you cannot then do what is right Uh, of course nobody's saying that
1: that. at no point in time have we said that that was wrong no
3: but that's the justification that people give right (laughs) sure and so but i just
1: asked if you were born with it and then you said well we were predisposed which means yes we were born with certain desires each individually, sure. Yours are different than mine. Mm-hmm. Mine are different than yours. And in large, large scale. If you really want to talk about the details, all of your desires are not in any way, shape, or form close to all of my desires. Right. right.
2: And then I think those are. I think whatever your whatever desires that you have that you are born with or or inherited or whatever are influenced on your upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. And those yeah, are those are highlighted and, and, you know.
1: Okay. So let's jump back to this dude a little bit. Let's continue talking about the Verped. We, uh, <laughs> he said that he experienced abuse as a kid. There you that go. Okay. Sense. Well, when he explained his abuse, he just said he was touched by his uncle. See? Once.
3: Okay. That's all it takes.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't raised being touched by his uncle. He just was touched by his uncle once.
3: And I'm sure it was done in secret. I'm sure nobody knew. I'm sure he had to deal with that trauma as a child on his own. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Not putting that away from anybody. That's going to mentally and spiritually impact you. Absolutely. Okay. And it's something that you have to deal with to be able to move on from. And that's the part that you didn't let me say is that even though we may be predisposed to certain things, whether it's from our DNA or upbringing or, or what we expose ourselves to, TV or whatever. Oh, yeah. I believe that those things can be corrected. Yeah. But we have to take the steps necessary in order to to do that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so.
3: But
2: he he was influenced. He was. I know nothing about this. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you how I feel about it. He was sure. influenced. He was influenced by that uncle. That Absolutely. uncle had to There's have no been. There's no question that, 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 that was there somebody, was something there. Yeah. There was, there that was a seed planted. He, he had to have been like his uncle was the best person that he idolized or Uh went after or spent lots of time with. Okay. okay. And he probably coached him into that and said, this is okay. Uh, There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. You know, we can, we can get past this, you know, just let me do this and we won't tell anybody. So that, that seed of it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this was planted. Right. Right. And he let it grow.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so Chris, what you are saying is he he can move on.
3: With, I believe so, right. and I am not saying it's easy. And a lot of people they hear me say that, and they would say, "Well, you just don't." I am not saying that it's easy at all. Yeah. Uh, it would require you know a, a significant amount of, uh, like I said, either you know counseling, or prayer, you know, spiritual healing, emotional healing, mental healing. I mean, it's it's a process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, speaking of other speaking of processes. Okay, just absolutely, 100%, breaking it down to brass tacks. Speaking of process, there is a process of buying a home or selling a home, and you might have to get yourself some, uh, some people to work on your side for that. I mean, why not start with the home buying guys? Do you have a home you need to sell in a hurry? You're looking to move out, move on, but this house you have has you stuck, repairs you can't afford to take on, maybe a recent life change that requires some asset liquidation or an inherited property you just need to sell. Give the Home Buying Guys, Lance and Adam, a call at 972-521-1817. I was in a situation where home repairs were much needed along with a dramatic change in the family unit and I needed to get out of my house. Lance from the Home Buying Guys gave me a call after my inquiries of selling my home fast and within 24 hours they came to my house, gave me a proposal that was everything I needed to be able to sell my home. They take care of all the hard work and make sure they give you a fair comprehensive estimate for your property they're the most straightforward honest and hardworking guys you'll meet and they will tell you if it would be better to make the deal with them or go through the realtor and traditional home buying process based on their evaluation don't wait if you're in the market to sell and it needs to happen quickly call lance and adam the home buying guys at 972-521-1817 today okay so uh you know that was the uh impromptu part of today's podcast just trying to uh, see what you guys thought about that. Like, if that came across your Instagram or Facebook scrolling or or your Google searching somehow, some way, you know, what would you do if that came across your stuff? So since we kind of got that out of the way, now we're going to actually play a game. What would you do if, and then we're going to fill out some scenarios uh, and then ask you guys, and hey, I'll answer too if, if you'd like to, but... Uh, so what would you do if dot 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 we're going to start easy okay we're going to start real easy I said this last time Chris was on the podcast and we did this or that Mm -hmm. I said we start off easy and And the first
3: question was the hardest
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, okay what would you do if you won the lottery
3: oh man that is a laundry list of things really mine's pretty short yeah
1: mine's pretty short
3: okay so well why don't you go ahead
1: okay I'll go ahead uh if I win the lottery, obviously we're talking a a jackpot, right? Okay. A big, like the five hundred and something million, lives. right? Something that's life changing lottery. I'm not talking about a thousand dollars scratch off. Okay, okay? Uh, so I win the big lottery. I'm getting paid out in the annuity or whatever. I quit my job. Mm-hmm. I pay off whatever major expenses I have to pay off, uh, and then I I move to the country and i I build stuff
3: eat a lot of peaches
1: yeah i might i might have a peach orchard i might have a pecan grove Mm -hmm. you know something like that uh and i am living i am living off the grid as off the grid as possible with obviously money still sure on some kind of a a repeat but uh
3: so then you would quit your podcast yeah, nope. Because you're off the grid? Nope. Uh, you're, you're, oh, you nope. said, so you're yes. Be on you the said yes, and then you said no. Yeah,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> not quitting the podcast, but uh, I'm, I'm getting out of the mainstream, uh, the main drag of, of everything, you know, going to work nine to five or whatever, and then obviously, obviously setting my kids up to, yeah. you know, potentially not have to do this, to be able to do the same thing, to be able to not worry about work, get an education or whatever, uh, because it would be life-changing, but my goal would be not life changing for just me life changing right. for yes. my kids as well. And if I had the ability to change somebody else's life, absolutely would.
2: Yeah. Mine's very similar to that. I mean, I would take whatever I got and I'd pay off all my debt. Yeah. Any debt that I had. Yeah. Um, unlike you, I don't, I don't have a house. So right. I would, I would buy some acreage, Um, you know, probably a couple hundred acres. Yeah. And, uh, but me and Caden have talked about it all the time. Then we're going to try to actually do it. But we're going to buy enough land to where that we can build a pond in the middle. Yeah. You live on one side of the pond. I live on the other side of the pond. Yeah. And then just that way we don't have to be in each other's faces. Yeah. But then I would also set my kids up for college.
1: Yeah. Let's Uh, make that a three-way pond there. uh, (laughs) Three-way triangulation. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm I'm 100% get out of here.
2: Yeah. I just want to be able to be like, I think I want to have a fish Friday night and then go out to my pond and fish. Yeah. And then have a fish fry that I caught my fish. Right. Absolutely. And then we would also get into the cattle business because...
1: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's cattle, you get into chickens yeah, uh, or goats, you get into all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff out there. I mean, uh, yeah, why not? And then, of course, the more you have, the less you're paying the government mm-hmm. because you're producing stuff. Yeah. Right. But so tax there's, breaks and stuff. There's
2: lots of impulse things that I would also buy. Okay. I mean, I want to side-by-side, i buy a new truck, I would buy, you know, things that... I couldn't normally afford, I would go, yep, I want that, and yep. I want that, and I want that. So
1: you'd have a spending spree? Yes. Okay. See, I'm. if I had a spending spree, it would be on tools hmm. to build whatever. Uh, having a conversation about uh, you need 150 people in land in order to create your own town in uh, maybe in Texas or hmm. uh, in the United States. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, if every building is under a certain square footage, they're not taxed. Really? Yeah. So, a uh, community of tiny homes. 150 people live out there. Um, yeah.
2: But do you really know 150 people that you like well enough for you to live with them?
1: Well, if you know, let's just say you, you have 150 people, would you have just enough land to where you can space out far enough apart? That's true. Okay. Uh, so, you, have a, you build a town hall gazebo. Yeah. It's outside. It's not a building. It's just a canopy. You... you concrete it you know because that's your expense and then you just you put the wooden posts up and shingle it so you don't get wet so you don't get directly wet
3: you really thought about that i'm trying to tell you there's a whole lot
1: of (laughs) uh, i saw spool saw gigantic spool i was like that's our round table right there yeah Um, there's no governor there's governors you know or whatever uh you govern quadrant one i'll govern quadrant two or whatever yeah absolutely uh get away Get yeah. away, get off of the main drag. Absolutely. Uh, all this garbage that you see on the news or you see on social media and stuff needs to go away because mm-hmm. it is just complete garbage. There's nothing virtuous to it at all mm-hmm. um, outside of the people trying to stop it, right? Outside of the people trying to change it or whatever. And uh, and even still, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's one minor pebble in the road that makes somebody who's trying to change the bad turn bad yeah.
2: yeah but the only thing that would keep me somewhat close and not like way out yeah would be them for school yeah because I'm not I'm not smart enough to teach them school
1: <laughs> sure or you just hire, absolutely hire but a private that's tutor that's true or yeah I guess so I'm, I I'm trying to tell you like that's all you need like I, I'm telling you I, I don't need to you give me the smallest chunk I don't need the biggest I you know we'll take care of it uh, but all yeah right. so
3: you, I you finally figured out what you would do. I already, I That's told good. you, I already knew what I was going to oh, okay. do. Laundry I just list. said it was a list. Okay. <laughs> so uh, first of all, not going to take the annuity. That's a bad idea because uh, I can invest most of it and make a lot more money than the annuity is going to make. So there's that. Uh, but I would invest a significant part of it. Uh, I would. I wouldn't want to move out too far, but I would move out somewhere with some land, build a nice place. Uh, I'm not a big country guy though, so. Uh, uh, got, but I would dude. just want some space. Uh, I'd get a new truck. Uh, hopefully the new, uh, electric Hummer. That looks pretty oh, nice. Okay. I like that. Uh, so I, you know, get some of those things. That's I don't, Hey, truck. I like it. Okay. I'm just saying it's hey, not a truck. Hey, though, some so. desire that you have. Yeah. I, then I'll get the, the, the desire new electric F one fifty two. So I thought Definitely. you could going say Anyways. the gladiator. Hey, was, yeah. he was born with those desires. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Predisposed. And, uh, Yeah. So then I'd give, you know, set some stuff up for my kids, obviously. Yeah. Uh, And there have been people throughout my life that have done things for me. And so, you know, I feel like that would be an opportunity to do some things for them as well. Sure. Uh, You know, maybe, you know, significantly above and beyond what they've done. Uh, Help out the church Uh uh, as well. And I'm sure my wife would have plenty of places that she would like to go visit and things that she would like to do that we could spend that money on. Uh you know, so just a bunch of things like
1: that. See, my deal with taking the annuity is uh, with how much taxes it, you will be taking off the top with, with the lump sum. Doesn't matter. I, no, I understand that. But then you're also paying a greater capital gains tax whenever you have it invested in in the stock market. Doesn't matter.
3: Uh, I I mean... It's, it's what so I much, do, right? I could show you the numbers. No, but I understand. It's not even close. But
1: it's what I'm saying is it's so much easier to spend everything you have than it is to be regimented.
3: Well, if you invest it, and then it's the same as if it's in the annuity. You're not using it. Well, so that's fair. It's not in your bank account.
1: Uh, well, well, what happens if you need it?
3: Well, then you have to take penalties on it because yeah, you gotta pull it out? If it's in the annuity well, hold on, if it's in the annuity and you need it and you can't get to it, that uh-huh. would suck. But what if you so, don't change
1: your life so dramatically that you take the annuity and it becomes your monthly income and then it is a dramatically higher monthly income? Well, and then, you, so you, you can't, you are changing dramatically, but you're not changing instantaneously.
3: If you don't have the uh, discipline to be a virtuous spender, uh-huh. then Ooh. take the annuity. Yeah. That, so would, that would be a, like a
1: virtuous the, glutton.
3: Yeah. There you go. Or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. A, a virtuous money waster, then yeah. take the annuity. Yeah. But if you have the discipline and you have the desire to do the most with your money that you can, yeah. don't take the annuity.
1: Right. Ever. Okay.
3: Why? But but really, why? I just, I just told you why. Because you can take the money and invest it and make significantly more money than you would make the annuity. The other thing is, the annuity is typically a lifetime payout huh. Yeah. to you. Sure. What if you died next year? Then
1: it would basically still be the same as me not getting a certain, a certain chunk
3: from... But then that money doesn't go to your kids. It doesn't go anywhere. They just keep it.
1: Okay, so now you're actually throwing out good points. Okay, it's about time. <laughs> the, the first point was
3: fantastic. No, the, listen, that here's it, the deal. That It's worth more money if you take it and invest it.
1: No, it's it's the same
3: money. No, it's, it's worth more over time. <sighs> Come on, Josh, you're a math guy. You know this. Okay, no, I get it. You know how compound interest works? I do, I understand. And the interest on their guaranteed annuity is something stupid like 3 4%. If you can invest it mm-hmm. and get 8 ten, eleven, twelve 9 10 11 12%, mm-hmm okay yeah pay the taxes pay the whatever you're still gonna have significantly more money okay okay hey we can we can agree to disagree I'm talking about it's numbers what I'm talking about disagreement it's
1: no I'm talking about what would be just
3: by the way I'm not giving financial advice better for for whomever entertainment purposes only uh
1: okay uh all right scratch that one off (laughs) all right so uh what would you do if electricity in the world just stopped Wow, mm.
2: I'd go insane because my kids wouldn't be able to play Fortnite. Huh? Um, or you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck too. Yeah. Man, listen.
1: I, okay, so this go, this goes along the lines of where I would w- want to be with the lottery, moving off the grid and stuff, as as off the grid as as possible from traffic, from the daily ruts and stuff. Um, I think it'd be really cool to live off the land. As, sure. As as much as i possibly could the garden or whatever growing the vegetables hunting for your dinner fishing for your Mm -hmm. dinner or whatever um like i think that would be awesome yeah so for me yeah i couldn't run the podcast anymore i couldn't obviously unless i had some kind of battery powered something or not
2: you get your generator
1: right well yeah i guess uh but I mean let's just say you really couldn't do any of that. Let's say all electricity, all battery operated stuff, all all anything that required electricity. Like it, there was a TV show that came out where there was something in the air that just cut off all the electricity. I forget what it was called. Like one
2: of those EMP things.
1: Yeah, something weird, but it was something that, that remained in the oh, wow. air. And then uh, but part of the TV show, I'm gonna spoil it. I don't know the name of it, so I'm not really spoiling anything. But there was a there was a, a switch to turn it off oh or, or you know to to deactivate whatever was in the air anyways they found this out throughout the show but uh but yeah i think it would be cool to to live on your own to live and take care of yourself without having to rely on mm-hmm. on any external factors at all
3: sure yeah for me that's a hard pass zero stars do not recommend because yeah. I, I can't. That's that's not. I don't want to do that. So I don't know. Okay. So here's the deal. Because if this electricity is, goes out, you'd have to or die. Well, I like, know that would because be... electric electricity goes out. Yeah. All your money's gone. So there's that. Sure. Uh, because. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... you have no resources outside of what you have. Uh huh. And ninety percent of it's going to be junk because it runs on electricity. So uh-huh. then at that point, I. I really don't know because the land that I own, well, there's no record of anything anymore now. Huh? So that's fair. You d- you don't know what land you own. You don't know if batteries don't work. My car doesn't work, so I'm walking everywhere. Like I mean, I I I don't know. You could probably gut that
1: thing. Go find yourself a couple horses,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they they could pull
3: it probably for you. Yeah. I mean, that's my point, Josh. Is probably I, yoke I, them up. That's you know? that's not me. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I'm probably gonna die. So, there's, yeah. uh-huh. or or I'm gonna hook up with somebody. So that what knows you're what saying
1: is that if if the if the electricity in the world just stopped, it would automatically be a better place. <laughs> okay. Oh, <Wow.
2: laughs> you know what though? Honestly, it, it probably would be really good for the electricity. I mean, yes. S- what Snowmageddon, right? You yes. Know, I went like twenty something hours without power.
3: Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, I wasn't did terrible. too. And you know what I did? I went over to somebody's house that had power and see, stayed there. I just yeah. la- I just. I mean, well,
1: see, outside of me burning uh treated wood because I didn't go buy huh. firewood. Yeah. uh Outside of the potential inhaling of toxins for that I did for a few hours. Before I started like isolating the fire into a nice little triangle going up the, yeah. up the <laughs> chimney. Before it was just like billowing out the yeah. top a little bit, setting off the fire alarm. Yes. Um, until or when I started actually having a nice kept fire, it was great. Yeah, to just chill and yeah, literally. have zero. I mean, there were zero expectations of doing anything. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, you know, I could cook on that fire if I absolutely had to or yeah. whatever. I'm just saying.
2: You might start growing like a, a third <laughs> arm or something.
3: And that's great for two days. <laughs> All I'm saying is that's, you know, but I would have extra hands. <laughs> it's like going camping for a couple days, but you know, if that's ultimately what you're doing yeah. and there's no battery, I mean, you literally said there's no batteries, there's no electricity. So you have no flashlights. You have no power tool. You like to, you have no power tool. You have I got no, hand tools. I mean, saw so, and a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm,
1: saw and a hammer that's all you die. need maybe a screwdriver
3: i would yeah. die now now i know if the electricity goes out i'm gonna find you that's yeah, what i'm gonna do absolutely because i'll take care of you yeah yeah I would
1: i'll that. make sure that my gun fires directly at you <laughs> <laughs> and you're no longer a burden wow I mean, we'll take care that's, of- that's twice that you have glorified my death in no no, no five it was, minutes. i haven't glorified <laughs> anything i just wished for it okay so oh wow okay <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh
3: you know what? I think I'm going to voluntarily remove my super fan title. Oh, are you? From this podcast. Wow.
1: Well, it, yeah. it hadn't been given back to you yet, so it, it,
3: there you go. I earned it. It was never taken away, but I, I think I might away. be given it It definitely
1: it was taken away.
3: Uh, nope. That's funny.
1: Uh okay, irrevocable. So this one is the uh, – well, then you can't take it away. No that's <laughs> actually, No yeah. no if it's irrevocable then you cannot revoke it yourself either. No by definition
3: mm. it's only revocable by the person that oh. owns it. So
1: by definition it is what definition you come up with right now.
3: Well, in the financial world that's how it works. Next, what would you
1: <laughs> what would you do if you are invisible? This one is kind of a fun one. Everybody kind of wants to be the fly on the wall. Absolutely. In several scenarios, right? So what would you do? If you were invisible, where would you go? What would you do? Who would you, you know, spy on, or who would you, you know, want to see the behind the scenes of, or whatever? I, I don't know. I would want
2: to see. I would want to see kind of like what the what the president does.
1: Okay, just chill in the Oval Office.
2: Yeah, like his his day. I would kind of want to know like what the meetings are about, and yeah. you know, stuff like that. The okay. things that are are like. We don't get to know. Oh, the big time. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. want to know that.
1: You'd be in those rooms mm-hmm. every time there's a meeting. Yes. I like that. Just
2: That's... because I want to, I, not that I would like go and tell anybody. I just yeah. kind of want to know like the things that we don't know yeah. that happen.
1: Right. Okay. So uh, not to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but uh, speaking of things we don't know, uh, I was watching a video of a guy who was going to run for governor before he passed away. Aaron Russo, I think is his name uh he's he he made a couple of films i think he was the director or the producer or whatever of trading places oh wow okay and there's a couple others and then he also he also made some kind of a uh uh documentary type film that was pretty telling but he said he got to know um one of the rockefellers mm-hmm. and 11 months before 9/11 he said there's going to be an event that starts a war on terror that causes us to go into Afghanistan uh, or whatever and there's a video out there that again came across my Instagram feed and so w- things we don't know yeah right uh, was I mean there's a conspiracy out there that that uh, how has there not been another attack like that if it was let's say that easy to pull off Sure right so how has there not been another coordinated attack? from terrorists
3: increased security
1: well but still wink wink right so <laughs> mm-hmm. so anyways uh but he was i mean this video said it, it was all a sham and stuff and that's crazy uh but it it basically uh, uh made the population or the populace whatever uh brainwash into fear of terror terrorists, terrorists yeah. and stuff and so anyway so anybody that brought up that this was a hoax, that the whole war in Afghanistan was a hoax or whatever, would be ostracized or, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's a, like a 60-minute interview. I saw a 10-minute clip from it. Wow. And it was crazy. And it was, I mean, it was him just talking, and every now and then he'd be asked a question by the host. And it was wow. it was pretty wicked. So, And then he died. Well, he died of cancer. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but when he gave this interview, he was probably already – like on stage four of cancer when he was given this interview I see. because they said six years ago, roughly mm-hmm. in the interview is whenever he had the conversation that he said was about nine 11 and stuff. Gotcha. And so now, uh, I saw a conspiracy theorist, uh, meme that said, uh, CIA gave Bob Marley, uh, like injected him with cancer or something hmm. because he was about to out some big secrets that he, somehow new or something. Oh. Anyways. Hmm. Uh, since,
2: since when is Bob Marley like a, a big intelligence guy? Right. Right. Well, well
1: yeah, hey, you smoke enough, I, I you, you so. get into the right circles. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I saw some pretty crazy stuff, but that made me think. Yeah. Things that you don't that we don't know from behind mm-hmm. the scenes, you know, how much of it's real, how much of it is this COVID thing, was it contrived behind closed doors, you know, or stuff like that. You know, you know just our- little things that, eh, what <laughs> is it?
2: And I saw something from, uh, I was watching, I don't know if it was on Instagram or if it was on TikTok, one of the two, but it was a doctor that had actually gone on Oprah Uh back in like 96. Yeah. And they said, hey, you know, this is coming. Yeah. We don't know when it's coming. Yeah. We don't know what it's going to look like, but we're not going to have any help for like a year. Yeah. And it's going to wipe, you know, it's going to wipe people out. Yeah. But just know. It's on its way. Right. And she was like, what are you talking about? You know, and so he kind of went into that and he was like, you know, it's this virus, whatever. But I mean, they knew about it back then. Right. And then now, all of a sudden here 2020.
1: That this is being planned and all kinds of other garbage. Uh, So same thing with vaccine passports and stuff. Uh, So uh, that same Aaron Russo talked about uh, all money being programmed to a chip. So cash, credit cards. Everything was controlled by the banks and stuff. I mean, crazy, hmm. crazy, um, huge one-world government type stuff. Wow. Uh, I, again, only ten minutes is what I saw, but it's like a sixty to seventy-minute clip or, or interview or whatever. Oh, find it, anyways. But yes, being invisible, being able to be in those rooms where they are, be cool. ex- ultra exclusive or whatever. Yeah. For me, I'm I'm I'm, man. I I think if you are not laughing. In some capacity, you're not living, and so for me, I'd be the guy that's like creating little little air currents in people's hair, Mm -hmm. or or whatever. Or you know, somebody's about to sit down, I I just pull the chair just a little bit when they're reaching for it, be like, well, this wasn't, and then they'd go to I'd just pull a little bit more or whatever. I'd knock a picture off the wall or whatever. I'd be like the ghost, right? People think that something's haunted, Uh, but I would try in some capacity to make. To make it funny, maybe not funny to the person that's happening to oh, but to yeah. anybody that's like you know, uh, you know, swatting a fly <laughs> that's not there, you know. Yes, uh, everybody watching is laughing, right? So I w- that's the type of stuff I would do. I would want to go to things like that. Mm-hmm. I would want to be, you know, uh, in in places that I wouldn't normally get to go because, well, because I don't don't normally have the access, right? Uh, I've been golfing lately. I'd like to go to some of these exclusive golf clubs that I wouldn't, you know, the old average Joe Boo here doesn't have the access to get into those golf courses, but if I'm invisible, I'm just walking right on. Sure. You know? I, maybe I'm not playing because that would be weird. <laughs> maybe I am, you yeah. know, maybe I am playing and hitting the golf ball and not yelling for because it doesn't look like anybody.
3: Sure. Uh, well, I'd l- see the club and the ball, that'd be <laughs> kind of, not if it's
1: far enough away, Oh. That they, you know, I would be done swinging. Yeah. Right. Um, I'd be pushing a golf cart. I'd just be walking, and somebody would think it, that the remote control, it, it was just, it yeah. was, it was just, uh, you know, somebody lost control of it or whatever. That's, that's See, the type I, of stuff i do. If, if I was
3: invisible. invisible, I'd follow you to a golf course and then I'd move your ball or. Yeah, you know all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would do. Exactly, like uh
1: <laughs> like stop it from going in the yeah. cup. Like uh, just put a little put a little angle to your hand right at the cup, <laughs> yes. and you're putting, and you think it's about to go in, but it lips out. And every time you're putting, it lips out. Like, yeah. What is going on at the like? It it has a That'd severe awesome. break right there. I would yeah. that would totally,
3: yeah. I'd I'd, I'd probably totally spend almost all my time messing with people. So yeah. you know I've got five kids and right. a wife and whatever. So I'd probably just mess with them most of the time.
1: Yeah. Drive them insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have y'all seen that, uh, that movie about the guy who turns himself invisible and like,
3: talking about the invisible man. Is that what that's called? Yeah. I mean, there's, there is one called that it was recent. It's an older one. And then it was recently remade. I
1: think the recent remake, yeah. uh, where he like, I guess you know, he kind of like frames his wife for killing him or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, but then she proves he or she's on a mission to prove that he's still alive because mm-hmm. of you know strange little coincidences that are happening or oh, whatever. Anyways, I haven't seen it yet. It's a little too. It looks a little too. If this really could happen, too weird for me. Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: I watched it. It was interesting. Was it? I never saw the original, but okay. I saw the remake, and it was. Uh, I, I mean, I'd watch it again.
1: So is the original the one with Kevin Bacon?
3: I I don't know. I just know that there was an original.
1: There was one with Kevin Bacon back in the late 90s, I believe, where he, I don't know if he intentionally turned himself invisible or if he like took something that that's what ended up happening to him or something. Hmm. And then he ends up like trying to, I mean, mess with.
3: Are you Googling it? Yeah. By the way, it was uh, originally a novel. By H.G. Wells in 1897. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, this that's is an, an age-old old story.
1: It's an age-old question. What would you do if you no, were no, invisible? so?
3: Kevin Bacon was Hollow Man.
1: Hollow Man. Oh, that's right. Okay. Whatever that's
3: right. that is. Well, mm-hmm. he was invisible. But the Invisible Man was actually done in 1933.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was redone uh, like in 2018 or something.
3: Yeah, a year or two ago. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. uh, what would you do if you knew the world was ending? If you knew the world was coming to an end, what would you do?
2: Like the like, you have one day.
1: Sure, we could put a time to it. Like, a, or, or three yeah. hours from now, the world is ending. One day, tomorrow, at this time, twenty-four hours from now, the world is.
3: So yeah, twenty-four hours. how yeah. we're going
1: with sure. What would you do if the world was ending? Uh,
2: I'd probably do, I mean, like, I'd, I'd probably do exactly like what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. We're going to, you know, when we get done here, we're going to go home, we're going to have hamburgers. Yeah. We're going to hang out, spend time with each other. Yeah. Um, Would
1: you tell anybody else that the world was ending? No. How okay. come?
2: Because all it's going to do is create mass hysteria. One person's going to tell another person, and the other person's going to tell, it's just like the game of telephone. Yeah. It's just like the thing, with tel- like toilet paper. Well, no, but the, the game towels, with
1: telephone, the, the hundredth person to hear it, hears the world's just beginning.
2: Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying though. But I mean, like if I had, if I had concrete knowledge that I knew that the world was going to end, I wouldn't tell a soul because it's going to get twisted and it's, it's, it's just going to create that mass hysteria. Right. Like I said, just like with the toilet paper, the paper towels. Sure. Lysol and all that stuff.
1: Okay. So I guess my question is what's the, what's the point of, of not creating hysteria? Like why would that matter 24 hours from now? It's, all irrelevant the world's over
2: because i want to enjoy that 24 hours and not watch the news and hear about it all over the place but why
1: would you watch the news if you knew the world was ending who cares about the news
2: well maybe it hits california before it hits us and i want to know what the end of the world looks like but you, no but dude
0: but you, <laughs> right? but you uh, is it a tidal wave no, like no, a flame cloud no what but you it? but
1: you know at at uh what time is it right now you so know you're saying at like at 8 five twenty-six right now whatever time it is yeah.
2: tomorrow tomorrow i'm done
1: The everything's done. Like, so I don't know if if it does hit California first or if it hits the whole world simultaneously, right? Because if we are talking about this, this is a God-level event, Mm -hmm. right? He has the capability, if you believe in God Mm -hmm. and his power, he has the ability to crush the world all simultaneously and it not be a time zone shift or whatever.
3: And even if you don't believe, he still has the power. That,
1: so. Right. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that. Well, you added the qualifier. I right. added the qualifier for the sake of people that uh, don't believe and therefore aren't even going to attribute something like that to an all-powerful being. Right. They're not even going to put them in a conversation. Okay. Yeah. So that's the only reason I did. Okay. Uh, now, anyways,
2: I would. I would take. So to answer your question, I would take. The 24 hours that i had and i would spend it with my family and wow. do nothing else except for spend time with my family
1: yeah yeah i would i would go camping with my family mm. i'd take them out we'd go fish hike get away from the electronic stuff yeah and then it just ends and it's just us and them where we're at right there's no influence of anybody else we just get away you know you say you 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 uh What's the, what's the word? You tie up some loose ends. loose ends or whatever before you go camping or whatever, uh, and then you, you make sure that the time left is all with them. That's it right there. Uh, yeah. Chris? I spend it with my family. Yeah, but not, not living on any kind not of camping. land for 24 hours. No,
3: absolutely. <laughs> but
1: you said one or two days of camping would be good. You're given one day. Uh,
3: yeah, so you'd be a, a camper say, for the rest of your life. But I didn't say that's what I would choose oh, okay. if I had 24 hours to do anything I wanted to do. That's fair. I'm just, but, I'm would just you, saying.
2: Would you blow all your money? Would you spend all of your money? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, then so. what happens if it doesn't end?
3: Well, you said you know for a fact. <laughs> you so. did qualify I, yeah. it for okay, a fact. Okay,
1: yeah. And it, I did. That would
3: be my luck, though. I'd be like, yeah. I'm spending I mean, if some, if some dude just gets on TV and says, hey, the world's ending in 24 hours, yeah. i would be like, that guy's an idiot. So, yeah. uh, but if I Which knew beyond the partly why doubt, he wouldn't tell anybody. See? Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. People then, wouldn't uh, believe or they'd, mm-hmm. they'd go crazy or you know,
3: whatever. Riding. Yeah. Then, yeah, we're going to go do whatever everybody wants yes. to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you do if you had the power to time travel? Oh, wow. what would you do if you had the power to time travel
2: as many times as I wanted to huh i would go I would go back to like babe Ruth
1: uh-huh
2: you know willie mays i would I would time travel to every because I'm a huge baseball fan so yep. I would go to every monumental day and like sit in the stands and watch it
1: okay okay uh you'd get you'd watch the dead ball era. Mm-hmm. you'd watch the the would you go to uh, like the would you go so when baseball what was first started right it had the Negro leagues and it had yes the uh, whatever it was an MLB at the right. time but you know base, professional mm-hmm. baseball then the Negro yeah. League professional would you go see both of those yes things? yeah uh, there's some I, I can't think of the names but there are some names that are not on major league baseball lists because they never were in technically, Major mm-hmm. League system, but mm-hmm. in terms of home runs, strikeouts, wins, whatever stats, individual stats, there's people in the Negro leagues that compete or uh, supersede yes people on the highest of, of mm-hmm. records in baseball, and uh, yeah, absolutely. I, like there was some, there's some stories about uh, man, I can't think of his name right now, but he was a power hitter, uh, but huge like 500 600 foot bombs. i mean just rocketing the baseball Mm -hmm. like nobody you'd ever seen before yep that would be awesome to hear it off that wooden bat right now i mean a 350 foot shot sound off the wooden bat's pretty awesome but if you're hearing if you're hearing a 500 foot shot That's got to be and, that's got to be groundbreaking. And
2: imagine mm-hmm. the the bats that they were swinging back then too. You know, uh, they're not they're nothing compared to what they're not composite. They right. were a solid piece of wood. Yeah. That was you know basically spun down into a baseball bat mm-hmm. instead of yep. these shavings that are compressed into yeah you know a bat. Yep. Uh, they, I mean, that would be but awesome.
1: The, but the ball also wasn't woven as tight either. Right. It, it couldn't have been just from a physical standpoint. Sure. Right? Now they're machine created mm-hmm. and before they were hand yeah. s- hand rolled and so they weren't perfectly they weren't perfectly round they were as close as they could get mm-hmm. right but they weren't perfectly round like now uh i mean we're, we're talking thousandths of a of a centimeter or whatever close to perfectly round and mm-hmm. before you know it's probably off quite a bit probably a little bit some baseballs probably had a little ovular shape to it i mean sure, just, mm-hmm. or, or like a dimple on it or something yeah. you know because they couldn't get it Perfect, right? They did it as best they could. But uh but that's the thing with all sports, right? You got the mm-hmm. leather helmets in football. Mm-hmm. Uh you got the man, you got those old have you seen those old footballs? Yeah. Uh old gloves. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things had like three strings of leather in them and that, yes. that to just tie them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and but they were probably more efficient of baseball players because of that. Right now yes. you have the seventeen inch glove, right? Oh yeah. And so you're catching it off the edge of the uh-huh. glove uh people back in the 20s were missing that or they were catching it in their palm and making sure they caught that thing. That's crazy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just imagine imagine the infielders turning two or whatever, right? They're not they're not backhanding it the way they were. If no. they are, they're both hands backhanding yes. it, right? They're making sure to cradle the ball or whatever. Amazing. Uh, I got an old um, I think my dad had an old catcher's mitt. I might have an old uh, field glove. I mean, this is probably from the fifties mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, those are dramatically cooler. Yeah. And because well, they're they're not far they're not far removed from the twenties. Right. Mm-hmm. Technology from the twenties to the fifties didn't change that dramatically in terms of glove leather. No. Yeah. So yep, it only did right. once mass manufacturing. In that mm-hmm. field happened, right? So, yeah. anyways, but yeah, definitely, definitely sports games, big time events like that. I'm a big fan of going to, uh, of, of wanting to go back to see some wars or yeah. battles or whatever. Uh, I have a qualifier if I could time travel. I cannot time travel. And the instant I time travel, like, I'm, 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 being supplanted right in front of a bullet <laughs> yeah right? so i'm not i can't get hurt if i time travel right right so that's this got brought up i think last time but uh,
2: you want so, like the aerial view
1: yeah no no No. i, I like to Are you be, be on the ground i like to be down in the there trenches. just watching it like. well, especially if
3: he can't be hurt Yes. if i can't
1: be hurt right, yeah, true, be hurt, right? I'm, I'm a hologram i'm the i'm the the three-eyed raven you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so uh so anyways uh, but yeah, this got brought up last time. If you could snap your fingers and go, go to any point in time or some, some random point in time, would you, this was yeah last episode, this question got asked. So
3: then if you can't be hurt, but you mentioned being a hologram. So can you impact it at all? Right? No, no, no. You can't right. impact it. I just want to go. You just w- get to view it.
1: Right. Just like if I was going to a baseball game, I just want to view it. I okay. wouldn't go and play. So you're not,
3: so you're not actually time traveling from a, uh, you know, a, what you would normally associate where you're actually going into a different. That's fair. That's time. a
1: fair point. So that's maybe I'd want to, if I did that, I'd want to time travel to the outskirts of that. Gotcha. You, you okay. know, or yeah. just be able to see it from the outside looking in. Sure. Uh, but I mean, cause I'm,
3: the answer is completely different. Like if I could just go see any time in history yeah. or whatever, okay, that's cool. But like, if I'm actually time traveling yeah. and I can have an impact, that's fair, that's a fair point. You know, it's a little bit different. Okay. Um, okay. Because for me, I'd, I'd probably go back, um, I mean, I'd, I'd go see some historical stuff, but I I don't know. I I just really don't. I'd think go about back that out. I'd lot. go out
1: and try out for the Yankees but, back then, right? Yeah. I I feel like if I knew what I know about baseball now, yeah, and I go try it out for the Yankees back then, I would compete, right? At least for the nine-hole spot, sure, you know, or uh, or uh, the utility backup player mm-hmm. or something, of mm-hmm. uh, the pinch hitter once uh, every ten games, absolutely, right? Fine. I, I'd compete with for somebody like that. One hundred percent, I feel like I would, yeah, right, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because you don't hear about everybody on the roster. You only hear about oh probably probably two to six. Yes. Maybe number one, you know, if he was a big time especially on base game. guy. Yeah. But uh anyways. And maybe that's just me thinking uh a little higher than myself than I <laughs>
2: <laughs> coach would have put me in the fourth quarter, we'd have won state.
1: Just, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh is it, was that Uncle Rigo? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Back in '82, I could throw this ball over them. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, here we go. What would you do if, if for every person you killed, your lifespan increased, the number of years that they had been alive? That's weird. Yeah, isn't it? I oh, that one just came up. I hit the random button, and that came up. Oh. I didn't. I didn't choose it. <laughs>
3: yeah I'd like to think I'm not gonna murder anybody yeah so. that you'd live you your go. normal life yeah mm-hmm.
1: okay so does this have a qualifier like if you have some kind of a terminal illness of some kind you you are in stage four cancer and now all you gotta do is and now your stage four cancer could last that or could like uh be in remission until that time frame
3: so the only the only exception to this that in my head I would allow okay is if the person themselves uh-huh were moments away from dying. Uh-huh. Say they're eighty, ninety. Sure, they're moments away from dying. Right. Then they could, said, could you, "If
1: you just kill me,
3: you right. can have my could eighty you or Could you theoretically 90 years? do that? Right. You know. Yeah. Um. Like I a would. Hurt I puppy. would like to think that yeah. I wouldn't do that. Uh huh. But I could see that being the only scenario where I'd give it any type of consideration. Okay. Okay. So. But
1: then, okay. So at then. Now you're you're eighty to ninety years living longer, yeah. So that means you're you're a surviving great 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 great. What the rate you're going now? Great 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 <laughs> exactly. great, great great grandparent. The Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I might make Chris is anyways. a granddad by the way. Yeah. Wow. You you would not guess that by looking at him, would you? No. No. Uh, I mean, he's only got two years, two, three what? years on me. I don't know, how old are you? Thirty-seven. Two. Okay, so. Not forty yet and a granddad.
3: Well, but that's what happens when you marry a cougar, right? So uh, no I'm just kidding. She's Fair. she's four years older than me, but I call her my cougar. Right. So she had, <laughs> you know, her daughter when she was twenty one. It's, it's not so. it's not
1: completely out of the woods that I will be a granddad before I'm forty. I have a seventeen, about to be eighteen year old. Yeah. Okay, so that's if, true. So if she, you know, goes to college or whatever and, and gets a little cavalier. Uh, I could be a granddad before <laughs> it's entirely possible it is I mean let her mother was 19 right when she was
3: born yeah. so uh well that's what i was saying is trolling i'm hoping the 21. apple fell a little further from the tree yeah. sure trolling was 21 when she was born and now she's 22 yeah and has a four month old so, yeah. yeah
1: yeah man what would you do if you're a granddad before 40. okay <laughs> uh would you would you add anything to your lifespan
2: I would do it I would do it for for good, I'm gonna kind of go along with his thing, yeah. like terminally ill people okay. and things like that, yeah. like, uh, like maybe like a Dr. Kevorkian type thing. Okay, you know, it's like, hey, you know,
1: I, so you would you would eventually be immortal, yeah. To some to some degree, unless sure. unless you're somebody, <laughs> well, yeah. unless somebody saw you had been alive for 400 years and like, you know what, I want those 400 years.
3: Yeah. Oh, so this is universal.
1: Well, I mean, I'm saying
3: it could be. Well, if it is, then. You're well, not going right to last Right now
1: it's at least For us three well, if So if I knew yeah. That he had 400 years on him Well you I wouldn't had, be alive That long And I had 300 you, yeah, Right you know, We both yeah. got to three Three yeah. bills I'd get another three bills <laughs> Right Right I'd take care of both of you then and I'd, gonna, I'd get about a thousand yeah. You'd call the, me Moses Then
3: Sip. you are going to have, have to it. Go into isolation Because is, people are going to Start hunting I, you down We're going to keep counting This is the fourth time He's talked about killing me In this podcast So I just I want to We're going to keep counting Okay good Uh but yeah, if it's universal, you're not going to last very long anyways no. because yeah. everybody's going to be killing everybody and somebody's yep. going to get you. Yeah, so, except the last person. Yeah, exactly. The last person's going to live a really long time. Not necessarily.
1: The last person may only live like 20 years. That's true. Because the, the 20-year-old that he kills, who was the second-to-last person on the earth, may have just killed a few people to try to get, get some time. Yeah. yeah and then maybe. he kills a 20-year-old, and then he's just got 20 more years. Right. I mean, that's how that could work out. Mm-hmm, if we're sure. talking about a world of infinite possibilities, right. mine works. Okay. Uh, okay, Pat, this is good for you because uh, being the police officer that you are, okay, uh, you have yourself, you know, you, you have to uh, analyze this from the job perspective as well as the personal perspective. Okay. Okay. What would you do if your best friend told you that he or she killed somebody? Wow. Right. You are now put into the confidence bubble. You are uh, given this crazy piece of information. And what do you do with it? Do you keep the confidence? Do you keep the secret? Or is this person telling you this so they don't have to confess and, and out it? In some kind of public forum, like a courtroom or, or something, and they are letting you do that, do it for them, like it's easing their own conscience, in
3: some way. I don't understand the second part. What do you mean?
1: No, I'm just saying, like they're telling you, so the, so like the, the guilt kind of gets off of them a little bit because they tell somebody or something, right? Okay. Yeah, they just it just yeah. they've taken the they weight off their chest a little bit, in, of, of some way, yeah. yeah. Like they they told him or told one of us, whoever the best friend is. And now, they can rest easier, you know. Because man, I've told somebody. You know, it's
2: this is a bad. I mean, this is a bad question all the way around because you, you, so you.
1: It's it's tough. You,
2: so, so you tell. So okay, what do you do? So I, I mean, I'm just gonna. Okay, so <laughs> I would tell some. I would tell somebody. I okay. would I would have to. Um, because now you, is this the
1: job, or the personal?
2: This is the job. Okay. I would have to because I'm not going to let somebody else bring me down. Okay, because at still, this
1: point you're complicit if you don't say anything. Correct. Or, or like Failure to act. Of, yeah.
2: Right. Um, election to duty. Right. I mean, there's tons of stuff that you can go off of. Okay. Um, my... Uh, um,
1: Obstruction of justice.
2: Yeah, and uh, credibility. Yeah. And accountability is completely shot. Yeah. So I'm, I've, uh, I've lost my job. I can't...
1: You're now a security guard for <laughs> yeah for some storage place. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, so I would have to tell somebody... And even I would even say even for the personal side too, I would because shame on them uh-huh. because I didn't put them in that situation and I didn't make them do that. They yeah. did it on their own. Yeah. So shame on them. they and Now
1: they're bringing me into this. Yeah. yeah.
2: And if they, if uh, you know, if I, if I killed somebody, it would, I would have to face the consequences for right. it. So why, why should I protect somebody else from having to face the consequences? For
1: me, this is pretty easy. Uh, we live in a world where there's in, a, a decreasing amount of accountability for kids as they're growing up. Mm-hmm. So uh, people need to be held accountable. A- absolutely. More and yeah. more and more in a world where less people
3: are holding people accountable. Yes. So based on the question that you asked, yeah. the answer is I'm, I'm going to turn them in. Simply yeah. because, oh, you know, it's it needs, again...
1: Two wrongs don't make a right in, right. in one and, man. and if
3: I and if I hide it now, I become I literally become an accessory to murder. Accessory—that's right? the word so, I was looking for. Now he, he, he used different terms because of his job, but as a citizen, now I'm I'm an accomplice. I'm an accessory, and right. after the fact, and, right. and, and and that's a you know I, that's, and that's, that's, gonna that's mess up my family. Comparably. right? That's going to mess no, up. my family and and everything going forward. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm going to spin it back to you. Okay, I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to come out of left field here. What if it's you? What if it was one of your kids?
2: that's that, yeah so, I'd, still, I'd still say something i just
3: i just watched a show called that's your tough. honor yeah. uh, it was a showtime it was a one season show uh-huh. uh about a judge and uh his son uh kills somebody in a hit and run and he finds out uh and he's going to and he's going to have his son confess uh-huh. but then they find out that it was the kid of the city's biggest mob boss and so uh, he tells his kid not to confess right. so that he can protect him from the mob boss. Right. Because he knows the second he confesses, the mob boss is going to have him killed. Sure. And anyway, and so that's none of that is a surprise or secret. That's all part of the story. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the rest of it so you can watch it and see how it turns out if you want. But Thanks. But as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, like, man, if I was in that position, you know, what? I mean, yeah, we'd all like to say, okay, yeah, I'd say something. I'd t- but, I mean... At that point, can you not ju- can you not in your see yourself possibly in your head justifying? Okay, somebody's dead. There's nothing we can do about that. Uh-huh. But now, wh- my kid, their life is going to be over. When it's like, your child, there, yeah. You when it's your I'm child,
1: saying? it is a harder decision. And to sit here and talk about it on the hypothetical, uh, again, you have. A duty to your child to raise them to keep them held accountable for their actions. Absolutely, as a parent, it is probably the hardest thing that a parent would ever have to do with living children. Right, right, is turn one in for something
3: they did, um, especially if they were repentant. Like now, if it was, if your kid was. You know, if they if you knew okay, they were going to do it again or what, then, yeah. it's a little bit different. Oh yeah, if they were but, if
1: they were predisposed you know, to going off often, people. Right. Yeah, you tell on them right then. Like, there's no question. Okay, like, he's going to do this again unless we get right. him off the streets. But if if he is penitent,
3: but maybe maybe of it, even it was an accident or something that could have gone both ways or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like okay, what do well, okay, you okay? But do that you do, point, you know?
1: at that point, you now you have uh, legal stuff that. Uh, could it be self-defense could it be well
3: all you said was he killed somebody you didn't say you that's know, specifically, true. And so now, but now we're given w- you know but now, absolutely you're getting deep into it now right. we're getting yeah.
1: now we're yeah. getting some uh some details that isn't necessarily only murder right it right. kills somebody it could be some accidental uh, car wreck, right right right. or something like that uh, it's easier on the accidents because then there's a potential out right. in terms of justice like uh if, if you if there was an accidental death, and you are found that it was accidental that there wasn't anything you can do. You may still have some consequence that you have to face for it, but it's going to be it's going to be significantly less. Unless they're than if telling it was you
3: because they didn't come forward, and so now it looks suspicious, and so now it's like, well, maybe well, I have a defense, maybe I don't. Well, right? if
1: we're talking about kids, you're also talking. About, I mean, how old is this kid that that it right. happened to? If if they're eighteen, twenty, they're young, they're terrified, right? Then. Than them telling their parents first and then it going through the parents to whether the legal team or the or the authorities right then it's probably a little more understandable that they've freaked out yeah if they're 50 and you're 70 <laughs> you know then yeah. at that point they have enough know it, enough know-how to be like yeah. I probably shouldn't have gone to dad first you know I'm 50 years I, I should be holding myself accountable
3: here you know? right so uh so anyway, I just threw that twist on it, you know. Cause. No, I
1: mean you definitely have. There definitely is a consideration there. If if there's details that if it wasn't intentional, or if it was, right that that changes the ease of the decision. Um, if it uh, the age of the child that affects the uh, ease of the decision, right? Uh, man, there's just there's, there's a lot of details that if mm-hmm. you actually do throw them into the story. It completely changes how you look at the situation. So, okay, so have you heard of uh, uh, Quentin Jones, Quentin James? Uh, he was he was recently, uh, he was on death row May 19th. Okay. Uh, and so I read something that there is another guy who was on death row and his sentence got that's a word commuted or
3: yeah, commuted down to
1: life in prison. Okay. Thomas Whitaker. What a name. Right. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find it in my history real quick. I was, I was looking it up earlier
2: while you're looking that up. I was going to add something else to when I did tell on them, I would walk them through it because right. I have that ability. Uh, sure. So I would, I would say, this is "Look, gonna happen. We're going to go, I'm going to tell them this. You're going to tell them that. Right. I'll take you to here. I'll take you to there. Right. Let's make this a little bit easier and see what's going on from there. Sure. Um, and then I would also wait for the uh, Crime Stoppers okay. uh, tip money line to come out so I can get my $5,000.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Quentin Jones. This would be the last thing we talk about here. Quentin Jones uh, was put to death on May 19th for a crime he committed in 1999. He killed his aunt Uh. I uh, believe the motive was thirty dollars. He he needed money for drugs, or whatever, uh, and it was like thirty bucks. And uh, and Thomas Whitaker um, had his mother and son and father killed. He hired somebody, okay, um, or convinced a friend, yeah, to do it. The dad survived. Oh, like dang. six inches from his heart, the bullet. Wow. Um, and so this kid is on death row, who didn't pull the trigger. The trigger, right? But he orchestrated the whole thing. Uh, Thomas Whitaker is a white man. Quentin Jones is a is a black man, mm-hmm. right? So in this climate right now, it's ridiculously polarizing, right? Mm-hmm. So I went back and and read through the NBC uh, and CBS uh, interviews of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the circumstances, this, this whole thing, we're talking about the circumstances of someone telling you that they're going to they kill somebody or whatever. Yeah. Change the way you look at it. Mm-hmm. Well, I read this thing, and the circumstances were, were crazy different, right? Uh, the, the father, who was on the list to be offed, survived, and goes to bat for the son... And tells Abbott or the Pardon Parole Committee. Yeah. Uh, this is my last family member.
3: Oh, wow. Because of him.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. But both both examples, the person in prison had changed. Yeah. Of, and for the better or oh, whatever. Okay. You know, they've been reformed or maybe not reformed, but they, you know, reformed of mind at least that uh, they were now more of a, they were a positive influence. They were trying to help other inmates mm-hmm. or they were being good people. Sure. Where they are at. Okay. Uh, and then the the Quentin Jones thing, um, it had, you know, had a ton of signatures from people and, and he still went and, and had the lethal injection. Mm-hmm. And then... But, but Thomas Whitaker, I think this was like last year, maybe. Okay. His sentence or within the last year, got commuted down to life in prison. And so he wasn't put to death. And so there's a whole big thing. About y'all, this is a very, very interesting read. Um, the situation behind how the murders happened, why the murders happened, and the plea for changing the sentence, all three were dramatically different. And I'm not saying one way or the other that that Abbott was right in commuting Whitaker's mm-hmm. down to life in prison and then not doing that for Jones. Right? I'm not saying that one was right or the other. All I'm all I'm saying is that it, number one, details matter. Number two, uh, he's he's been the governor when like six people have gone to death or been put to death mm-hmm. since he's been around, mm-hmm. and he's own and he's only given one. Uh, commute down to life in prison, right? So it's not like he does it on a regular basis. Sure. Um, but, I mean, also, prisoners on death row, right, they, they may ellipse a few governors, right? Yeah. Or eclipse. Anyways, uh, so it's crazy interesting reads. Y'all should definitely check into them and see. Terms- but, I, again, it, The Instagram rabbit holes. You go across Instagram, and then somebody's vying for uh, Quentin Jones. This was two days ago. Mm. Uh, Somebody's vying for Quentin Jones, uh, but then it instantly turns into a race argument. Sure, of course. So, you know, uh, Abbott saved the white man, but put to death the black man. Which, um, in both cases, they they weren't identical... Identical crimes, identical circumstances, identical sure. pleas. You know, it's all. It all has differences, and so. But my 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 point is, is that is a real life. What would you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're Governor Abbott, what would you do if you were given two people? Here are their circumstances. You can change, one. Both or none. Sure. Right. How do you go about it?
3: Well, I'd have to know all, all the details that you've mentioned. I would have to know all of that. Right. Every, and,
1: and then some, right. Right. I'm just looking at what's the tertiary reporting, right. It's not the, it's not the case that goes in court. It's not, uh, it's not the people who are in court listening and then telling their response to it. It's, it's a news reporter, right. Trying to get some, some additional stuff and then giving other details. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how little that that information probably was and also how different it was in just that little bit of paragraph and stuff. But uh, what would you do, right? What would you do if you're the governor in that situation? I'm not asking for real because oh, – I was fixing to explain Because
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't know enough yet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, but, yeah. I mean, uh, I'd get the information.
2: But I, I, with crimes against persons, without no victim, there is no crime. So if you've got the victim that is absolutely lobbying for the – sentence to be reduced yeah you've kind of got to go on that you know what i mean if i were to beat you up yeah and we call the police and you go you know what man he got the best of me I yeah. was a jerk i really don't want to do anything about it
3: yeah they're gonna let everybody go see you later right? oh it's a little bit different but yeah but you also have to remember it's
1: it's, it's, so it's the, a, wait, a the father, of wait, the situation wait, you said the father
3: right. survived uh-huh. but who didn't the mother and the son. So he killed two other people that but can't speak up for themselves.
2: And he's all right. But he, how long has he been in prison? How long has he been on death row? How long has he served his time? Was 2002, was 2002, was 2002 or 2003. Okay, so when he's been in there all these for
3: things factor
1: 18, in. 18 years. years. Yeah. So, and, and Jones I mean, had been in there for 21 years yeah. or something like that. So similar time frames, right? Different, different motives, mm-hmm. different circumstances altogether. Um, uh, again what would you do who and then like listen i didn't i didn't specifically intend to start with a polarizing topic and end with a polarizing topic but again you get down those instagram rabbit holes and yeah this is the stuff that comes out and hey that, i that thought last we were question.
3: i thought we were about to start talking about our racist climate talk about a polarizing topic so that's what i thought we were about to go into on that oh no not
1: not <laughs> not this time not in but this one maybe maybe next time you're here uh, but speaking of, uh, speaking of the current climate, you remember Courtney that was here. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get,
3: uh, man, we had a great conversation. Unfortunately, most of it was not on the show. Yeah. Well, that's but, fair. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm trying to get coach Holt, uh, here as well with you to have that conversation. So both Courtney and, uh, Joe are black guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think Courtney, uh, I think he leans conservative. But I don't know if he's, you know, full blown, right wing conservative. Yeah. Right. I, I think he is very objective in the way that he looks at policies and stuff. I have no idea what Joe is, and and honestly, it doesn't matter what what side of the aisle they are because uh, everybody has their own explanation. Everybody has their own rationalizations and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, the conversation we had afterward was was phenomenal. Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, I'm wanting to get that on here and and. and have it you know legitimately discussed i'm down you know so uh anyways i'm talking to him i'm trying to get that for the two mondays from that yeah two mondays not not this coming one but the following i don't know if you're free because of the young professional thing but
3: uh but anyways we only do that once a month so
1: well yeah but i don't know i don't know i have three other
3: mondays so
1: i know but i don't know if you if you're doing it in two mondays or not
3: (laughs) no but he just mentions the third monday of the month so two Mondays from now would be at the beginning of the month. That's fair.
1: Yeah, That's fair. I, but I wasn't, I wasn't putting that together anyway. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, what would you do if, what would you do if, I mean, we did, we, we, we had several stupid uh, imagination type right. of flippant ideas, but the last one actually kind of hit a real vein. You know, in some capacity, it, it morphed into now you're the governor. You have these two cases in front of you. What would you do if you're him? Right. This literally happened within the past year. He had to analyze both of these things, and so, anyways, there are there are times whenever there are crazy circumstances that you could probably hypo uh, like hypothesize something on your thing. What would you do if and then and then put the question? Yeah, right, and then provide a guess of some kind. What would you do? that could legitimately be a real thing that you might have to yeah. encounter or try to consider someone else is actually encountering that at some mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. you know? So anyways, I think it's, I think it's good. I always have these type of things in case, uh, in case we want to have some, some discussion that, you know, can come out of left field, yeah. because I think we took three or four left turns on this, which is yeah. the only <laughs> way for a podcast to go. <laughs> yeah, But, uh, <laughs> But anyways, Pat, I appreciate you coming back yes, out. Yes, sir. Uh, always Absolutely. welcome. Yeah, I', I I'm trying to trying to throw out a day, you know, where you can join because I know. my Mondays aren't always your Mondays, right? Yeah. Uh, aren't free or whatever. Chris, same basic thing. Uh, I knew today would would be a strong likelihood that you could you could show up, so uh, I tried to make sure that happened. But yes, sir. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining. Have uh, a great time. Until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo telling you to keep it clean. I
0: started doing a podcasting show, I turned down, 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 as the voices began to flow. It gets loud, 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 in the studio, in the studio. The Av. Rich Joes are fire, when our show is on the wire. When we record, it's not our scene Oh, cause we keep it clean I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, down, down as the voice began to blow It gets loud, loud, loud In the studio In the studio I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voices began to blow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio. In the studio. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio. In the studio. In the studio. In the studio. In the studio.